0: The Wrestling Mayhem Show, Episode Seven Hundred and Fourteen. Tuesdays, we've been talking about professionalized wrestling. I'm Mike Sorg at Sorgatron on the Twitter here in the Sorgatron Media Studio in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Ready to talk professional wrestling with you. Hey, it's still happening. It's still happening. This is where we talk about wrestling and attempted homicide for your entertainment. We got a whole crew with us tonight. Uh, first of all, from Beacon, New York, he's the only mayhemer with a future endeavor letter from the WWE and probably uh, the coolest Lego collection of any of us but many are are starting to catch up on this show mad mike is with us
1: you gotta be joking me <laughs> <laughs> I had to do one more. I had to do one you, you more. You still got you st- I mean, still. I mean, we can stop. I'm re- representing I'm representing the mom now, but mm-hmm. I, I had to do I had to do one more iconic one more. I we did a lot
0: last night. You you put out a new move. You have a new TikTok that's been going yep. around.
1: It's posed at least 3 times.
0: At least 3 times. Uh so I need to double check on the TikTok and see if that's been taken off yet. Um so 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 I mean, the iconic bandwagon is very strong right now uh, i do so. have
1: something else i want to talk about later with the iconics okay because. we'll get
0: around to it we'll get around to it also yeah. with us back on the host of the hottest new podcast on sorgatron media uh uh listen to your parents uh mainstream matt Carlins.
2: thank you very much sorg uh, uh mad mike has a tiktok
0: no 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 oh, i have a tiktok and i put you dance a TikTok. on the tiktok to the oh. iconics mu although I messed up, I think when I posted I didn't bring the iconics music over with it. So I guess, so it's a little confusing on Instagram right now, other than just Mad Mike is doing the pose and that's okay. <laughs> so,
1: okay. I'm um all- I didn't know I was uh being have my having my likeness rights used on TikTok.
0: Well, so you know,
1: I, I mean my lawyers will be in contact with you. Well, send them to China.
0: <laughs> China knows. Uh also with us is the unwilting rose. Tatiana Rose, back on the show again. First time remotely, I believe. How you doing?
3: I'm, uh, huh? I'm doing okay today.
0: <laughs> Everything is just fine.
3: Everything is doing great. <laughs> it's fine. I got wrestling t-shirts in the mail, so I'm yes. a little happy.
0: Yes, fantastic. We're we ready for the merch. Ready for the merch.
3: Oh. Okay. <laughs> I'm actually wearing uh, my newest Matt Condo t-shirt today. woo
0: Nice. Nice support, yeah. support, the, support, support the real Reaper, Matt Carnard, yeah. please. Uh, we were actually talking about it a little bit on Indie Mayhem show. Uh, Rain was talking about that and the 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 revolt issue now with the uh, the former revival. So it it never, oh, ends. It never it's, ends. It's
3: just it's just the Disney problem that I don't think anybody expected to translate over into wrestling mm-hmm. because because. Mm-hmm the whole reason that Disney keeps making the movies they do and taking from the stories they take is that they can have those movies and nobody else can do it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we all make fun of that. We all joke about it and talk about how uh, Disney basically created trademark. But I don't think anybody expected for that problem to translate over into this business because, you know, wrestling's so fluid and everything's been done before. Like I, I'm probably not the first person to call myself the unwilting Rose, but everything gets recycled everything gets done over and given a new twist and so trademarks have never been something that have s- stuck or really been thought about so that
0: mm-hmm.
3: this happened at all is just kind of like jesus
0: and now and now it's twice now between the reaper and uh and the revolt so it, anyways we'll get into the rest of that wrestling talk and and, and such so um we are of course live right now you can check out everything at wrestling dot com i see some very uh interesting people in the chat rooms uh, uh going on out there what's up El paso what's up rob what's up Podner? what's up kayla uh what's up Crosshairs Kelly hanging out over in one of the watch watch groups right now. Uh so uh, we got oh, a hell cool. of a crew here tonight and we're going to be talking and have a lot of fun. We I hope vibe, the vibe the vibe we started last night. I, I don't know, it's just after a good it's like it's the good pay-per-view vibe after a drought and I think I think all of us are energized. But anyways, you can check out everything at wrestlingmayhemshow.com. Drop us a line to that email address. Because. Good times at wrestling mayhem show dot com or that phone number that you completely replace your ex's phone number with in your phone 412-206-WMS0 hashtag call us when you're drunk tweet us at mayhem show Tweet us when you're drunk. Uh, And also follow the Facebook page and group. And, of course, we are live here every Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern here on the Facebook Live. Plus over on the YouTube, the Periscope, and the Sorgatron Media Twitch. And we do have all those chat rooms open. But the main one that's happening is over in the Facebook Live, of course. Uh, where the the, the 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 mayhem mass has gathered over there typically. So please join us over there for the conversation. But, of course, you can check us on your favorite podcast catcher, uh, whether that be Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spreaker, iHeartRadio. We're on all of them that we can think of. If we're not, let us know. Hit us up on one of those things, and we'll make sure we're out there. Please, if you're, like, if you're seeing us live or if you're seeing us later, please hit the like button. Hit the favorite button. Hit the share button right now. Tell the people that Mayhem is happening and get them in on the Mayhem universe. Um, also, thank you to our Patreon supporters at patreon.com slash Show. Our good friends still supporting the show at the fan of the show level. Oh, uh, diggity! No. <laughs> hey, there's a voice I wasn't expecting. <laughs> uh, Ed Burke, Bobby FJ Town, and Team Hamifist, our friends at the Poppy Club, Bradley Rothers, Dave Potter, Daniel Towery, and Tina Keys. Uh, our friends at the Pizza Club level, Doc Remedy and Kyle Turner, and our friends at the manager level, OccupyProWrestling.com and Farnsworth Investments. Thank you guys so much for supporting the show we've had like the biggest year of patreon so far and and other than mike not seeing a lot of that going away (laughs) uh but uh we do appreciate especially with everything going on
1: i pay for very specific (laughs) services
0: (laughs) it's like i paid for a very specific thing and I, even though I wasn't happy with a thing
1: this I year, didn't, get it, I didn't. But damn it, I, my money was still going to a worthwhile cause. That's
0: right. There you go. There you go. To, to, welcome to the Mayhem Charity Group. <laughs> uh, anyways. Um... Go no me. <laughs> uh, some comments about ooh, tweeting when drunk not a good idea. Anyways, but you guys, tweeting <laughs> when the,
1: drunk is a great idea.
0: <laughs> you guys can support the show too at Wrestling Mayhem Show. I'm sorry, Patreon.com/slash Wrestling Mayhem Show. Links are over at Wrestling Mayhem Okay, so it has been a week. Uh, we we talked about a lot last night between mostly Raw, um, Money in the Bank, and I don't think we we didn't get deep into the Money in the Bank. And to be fair, what did they? <laughs> yeah, it was a very shallow show, uh, for the <laughs> most part.
1: When R-Truth versus MVP is a booked match on your show, mm-hmm. you know it's a little light in the undercard.
0: Okay. Oh, yeah. Is that a light? I mean,
1: it just happens. There was no build for it. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, we're... Uh, okay. I I don't even... I mean... Brendan Vink has had more forward momentum on Raw than r truth has. Mm. Yeah, well, he's he's got a bigger
0: mountain to climb that has a lot of runway there. Um. Anyways, so we, but th- I, I don't even I, for the most part, I'm not even thinking about the undercard on this thing. We the Money in the Bank match was a spectacle. It was. I, I made a tweet yesterday from from a comment last night because literally the greatest thing is wrestling made me smile this week, and it happened both on Sunday and Monday, and uh, and that 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 has me excited for things. Of course, uh, the, the simplest the simplest things get me excited for this. Um, we talked about a lot on the watch party, so I want to actually start with Tatiana on your thoughts on on this uh, um, different Money in the Bank situation this year.
3: I had a lot of fun watching clips from it. Uh- I once again do not have the WWE network, so I was not able to watch the show. I, mm-hmm. uh, but you know, I was following it every now and then.
0: You saw enough of it. They put, they put. Uh, they put a, I think they it, put a lot of the big highlights out there, so you got the idea.
3: My favorite highlight was, and I, I don't know what the context is. I don't know how this happened. I'm assuming that they were. I can only assume from an outsider's perspective that the matches were happening somewhat simultaneously, either mm-hmm. or like one right after the other. My favorite highlight was watching Shayna Baszler put Rey Mysterio in a chokehold. Yeah. I laughed so hard when I saw that and I had no contact. So I'm just like <laughs> <laughs> like, wow, Shayna's got Rey.
0: So they literally did start start at the same time. Mm-hmm. Okay. And different locations. Yes, they started, they started in different locations. The women were in the lobby okay. and the men were in the gym. Yes, that gym from the <laughs> ICO Pro commercials and the
1: Stone Cold uh Which, um, no one said i hate austin which was very upsetting to me yes yes no one said that they should have said it
3: (laughs) i think they're all either respect or fear him too much
1: (laughs) i i do i do think it's also kind of weird and i know this isn't on purpose because you can't start with all 12 people in the lobby i understand that this is the premise of a joke but the men started higher on the corporate ladder than the women just saying. Ooh, ooh, that, ooh, unfortunately,
3: <laughs> still just life. And uh, I mean, here's the thing. Here's here's all I have to say about that. The winner of the men's money in the bank match did not get nearly as much recognition as the women's money in the bank ladder match winner. So. Mm-hmm.
1: And also Oscar prevented Baron Corbin from winning, which is just a win for everyone.
3: That's That was beautiful. Especially since Baron Corbin committed murder. What was it, then? I, I just I just remember I logged on to Twitter to you know check on how things were going and just everybody's going, Did Corbin just murder two people? Did mm-hmm. Corbin just murder two people? And I'm like, oh my god, did Corbin just murder two people? Mm-hmm. And uh, uh rest in peace, Dallas Black and Rey Mysterio. Yeah. We miss you. Mm-hmm. We miss you dearly.
1: We miss you. Thanks for showing up on Raw as Go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes.
3: Copyright. God, Copyright thing the elite entertainment.
1: <laughs> I have to say, the best part of the weekend was Aleister Black tweeting right after the pay per view just a picture of a ghost.
4: Just a picture of a ghost. I, just a so a ghost.
1: I, I was, was just scrubbing was through just... Twitter. I was just scrubbing through Twitter at like midnight, and that came on my feed, and I legitimately snort laughed. I'm like,
3: it was so aesthetically in tune with him, too, because mm-hmm. it wasn't just a ghost; it was like a ghost in a smoky room and not yeah. surrounded by blackness. And It's like, oh my god, that's and, that's definitely the ghost of Alistair Black.
1: <laughs> and it was the Charlie Brown, like I got a rock, like, yes. like That's <laughs> what it was too. It was just mm. it
3: was perfect. I'm but, like, if
1: you're that witty, I see what Selena sees in you, sir. <laughs> I, I mean, I mean he
3: also he also agreed to have six cats. Ooh. Like, Ooh. I mean, I they have it. six cats. I couldn't
0: do it. there's the I, there's the tweet. If you guys are on video, there's the tweet in question. <laughs> yeah,
1: it was it, it was just absolutely perfect. Absolutely I love perfect. it. I love it. But
0: I, but it's fun.
1: Like wrestling is fun again.
0: And this is what it like. Like we don't have to be serious all the time. We had some great matches uh, beforehand, especially that, that that WWE Championship match, where I think it was great um but then we could just have fun and kind of laugh at the absurdity of it all for a while you know and 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 and, and they're they're really good when they do that well
3: one thing i'm surprised nobody's talking about is when dana brooke won (laughs) fake one why didn't she just look at that briefcase and go oh and just leave that briefcase she grabbed was full of money Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i would have taken that and gone like oh I don't saw the contract Uh, I'm gonna go put this in my savings Bye
1: (laughs) Dana Brooke had Low key the best performance In that whole match Because it wasn't (laughs) just grabbing The wrong briefcase It was also her Recovering from that And running into the Food fight room while Still wearing the poster of Carmella Around her shoulder
4: That was so funny
1: I, I I I wanted I wanted to grab Dana and just hug her and be like, Thank you for understanding comedy. Thank you.
3: I love thank you, thank you
1: for the through line that you took us on with that joke.
3: That whole that match was just so fun to watch. Mostly on the women's side. Especially like when Asuka jumped from the balcony, which is beautiful, jumped into the elevator and just that moment of them all going, Shit, the elevator's gone, and then stairs! <laughs> Oscar dancing in the elevator was everything.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, the use of, of of elevator cameras were was just spot on in most of this. But
3: that's been a good idea since uh, Randy Orton versus Wade Barrett back, and I think it was two thousand eleven, maybe ten. And they had they it wasn't a match. Oh no, no wait, yeah, it was a match. It was a false Count Anywhere match, and Barrett and Orton, uh, you know fight spilled out into the arena, they got into an elevator, started brawling, and then they made their way into a stairwell, and that's when we had the spot of, "Oh, Randy Orton just fell down the stairs and probably broke something.
4: <laughs>
3: hey, t- hey, Wade, you might want to run. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
4: uh,
0: from, Wait, from, the, news. from the chat, uh, we got uh, uh, the says, Ray getting sandwiched between Otis and Naya. Um, Mm -hmm. the, the, the Paul Heyman, uh, interlude there, which, which by the way, sponsored by put a pickle on that, uh, well, check it out on YouTube and Trachi says on Twitter. Uh, (laughs) so, uh, you love a good food fight. And I didn't imagine we'd have one in the main event of a pay-per-view, uh, in in that one, but
1: good. It was just a lot of fun. It It was a good time.
0: Uh, Matt, you, Mason Mania, of course, runs wild every day it's like christmas hold it in your heart every day i
2: mean it tries to run wild every day but it, because i'm his father sometimes i have to tell him "No, today it cannot run wild it must it must cease running it must at least walk today yeah you so know, do you ever to
1: mason mania is that what you're saying no i just
0: kind of kind of govern a it a little bit. Ready? kill it with do a, noise to- a, a dose of poison Whoa! Whoa! I mean, I mean, he'd be running
2: like eight match cards plus a Royal Rumble at the beginning and the end of the card if I let him. Every single oh my single god, day. he sounds like, like an indie booker. He's he's big on the battle royals and the uh, and the Royal Rumbles, and he will do and he he, will, he he will do the tag team battle royal like whatever feels right.
1: Hey, you know? he wants everyone to get start. a paycheck. That that's commendable.
0: Yeah. Everyone gets money,
1: brother. Well, well,
0: I I see that that Money in the Bank already influenced him as I saw these pictures, and I will describe these for you guys on audio and and, and you guys on visual. When I I saw this image of two HelloFresh boxes taped together and stacked together and the uh, uh, WWE ring on top of it. Yes.
2: (laughs) Yes. And obvious. Oh, my goodness. I tell you what, I, I love, Sorg, I talk about this all the time, like, when you're playing with your kid, and you have your cell phone within reach, and you could see, like, you know, Aleister Black is climbing, like, the bed railing above where the briefcase is hanging, and you're like, I'm getting my phone, just hold on a second, Mason. I just gotta get this real quick. <laughs> so, Aleister Black
0: falls off and lands on the ramp.
2: <laughs> he it, it, it's the the Rey Mysterio falling off the ledge, and just, like, Landing head first on the entrance ramp, you know, two HelloFresh boxes down. You know, there was no secondary roof on our <laughs> match.
1: There is, was no oh, no. Roof. Oh, head
0: first on the ramp. Yeah. that's So, I mean, this is.
1: That, I love that, it. That's Lucha Underground. That's Lucha Underground. Right yeah. There. Yeah. It's very oh,
2: usually Usually, I, I, I kind of let. I, I try not to get involved, you know, because, you know, we as adults have. You know, we just shouldn't get too involved when our kids are playing. But even I couldn't resist. Like, you could see, like, the one clip where, like, my hand reaches out and I push the ladder over because I couldn't resist. Like, I wanted to see, like, the ladder tip, guy at the top of the ladder, almost to the briefcase, ladder tipped over, off the side of the building, gone. You know, that's, you know, real Mm -hmm. action figure action.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was fun.
2: He wants to do another one, except he wants to take it outside. He wants to go into, like, the back driveway. And he wants to do it like under the under, you know. Uh, maybe he'll wait until there's cover of darkness too. Maybe we'll just, you know, put the lights do on over and
0: spotlight it. it. So,
2: <laughs> I love, I just, we could have an outdoor under the lights Mason Mania match.
0: Giving you away I all think I like you're thinking <laughs> about that. I know, you're saying, yeah. And like, and I love. You're he's walk. like you're talking about me.
1: <laughs> I <Right? laughs> you know, ideas. Him. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. I, I love yeah. how he's wearing yeah. headphones like Paul Heyman in the old ECW days.
2: Yeah. Okay. Bye. All right. <laughs> right that's really nice
1: he's going to produce.
2: This is life. <laughs> I got shit yeah, to do. He's. I mean. I and I don't. I don't want to. Um. I, I don't want to. You know, underplay the 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 the, the majesty of the uh, you know the home game basically of the Money in the Bank you know ladder match on top of a building. But you know, Sorg, our main event was awesome too. I don't know if you saw the picture from the main event. This, um, because,
1: so, wait, uh, wait the match on top of a building wasn't the main event it
2: wasn't the main event we had we had a world title match what, was we it had a world title match? match between Adam Cole and Brock Lesnar uh i don't know if you how, how up the speed on the mason mania you are you are but the, there was a storyline where brock won a match and got to go on a cruise for a month wait, okay brock wait. makes this we we found a toy boat. Brock <laughs> Lesnar entered on the boat for the main event match. He like sails in on the boat. Is Braun Strowman yeah. driving? Yeah, yeah. Well, he's got a stable with Braun Strowman and Keith okay. Lee. It, it's it's amazing. And uh, yeah, he wins. He gets back on the boat. The boat sails away. It's just
1: <laughs> so. What is this? So this somebody's whole- Brock normal booking.
2: It is broken normal booking, except there was a boat involved—physical A physical boat sailing. Well, I mean, here's the, the thing: arena. do
3: we do we know for sure that there isn't usually a boat? I mean, what's that, huh? So, are we for sure that there isn't usually a boat involved with Brock disappearing for months at a time? <laughs> maybe, I mean, maybe I that's know. maybe that's the secret. Maybe that's what. Maybe he's out there defending the WWE universe from pirates.
0: Maybe. Oh. maybe that's what's been going on oh these are good ideas oh, I, I that's why Paul Birchall has oh, them back
1: I want that fan fiction that's, um,
0: that's a good
2: idea yeah, <laughs> it, it, it's crazy like yeah I've
3: turned Brock Lesnar and... to a hero no <laughs> it,
1: it depends on your views of pirates
5: wow
3: I okay so I, I can't say much because my ancestor is a pirate but you know this Sir is Francis this Stray. is news <laughs> Yeah, I am a descendant of Sir Francis Drake somewhere way back in the lineage because he didn't have any kids, so I'm technically related to one of his relatives. It's somewhere. Wow.
0: Well, I okay, have, I just found the Wikipedia page. Yeah. Like, and, yeah, yeah. Sort of his he
3: had he had a whole four game series based off of him because mm. the Uncharted game started finding the tomb of Sir Francis Drake.
1: Yeah. Jeez. (laughs) Yeah.
3: So basically,
1: basically you're a character in Uncharted.
4: Shit.
0: (laughs) 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 And pulling that together.
4: (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, no.
0: I really hope you haven't told this to the promoter that actually has pirates on the roster in West Virginia. (laughs)
1: <laughs> are you
0: watching rick go. are you watching So
3: rick? i gotta so go your sh-
1: so your ship is called the unwilting rose now right damn
3: Ooh. it oh. oh
1: man you know if
0: you need a reboot like pirate pirate lady gimmick i don't think has happened to any just, great effect in pro just wrestling
1: team with her just team with dash and dawson and be ftrr yes I brought it all the way around. Mm-hmm. I brought it all the way around. Mm-hmm.
0: All the way around and then some.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> in. Out.
0: All okay. Right. All right. I got
3: to go. We,
0: we're we're going we're gonna to give everybody a, a, a chance to, to sit on that for a moment uh, and come up with your own pirate-themed ideas. Uh, but in the meantime, <laughs> you can see uh, the Tatiana Rose in action. Uh, over at Indie Wrestling US, Indie Wrestling Network, uh, including over at Black Diamond Wrestling, and of course on VOD, some other promotions. Look it up. Uh, but uh, a lot of action over there. A lot of stuff. Hey, you know, there's not a lot going on. Uh, there's actually more going on that Surprisingly, uh, stay tuned for some announcements. uh But uh, uh it, you know, but in the meantime, it's a great time to catch up on indie wrestling. Of course, we got the uh, great twenty-four hour Twitch and Periscope feed, so you can just dip your toes into what's going on and catch up on a little. We have also our friends over at Grind City TV on Roku uh, are carrying some uh, special uh, weekly matches Wednesday nights at eleven PM. But you can also pick up a lot of great stuff, including from the Heartland, a great collection uh, of of Heartland Wrestling. Uh, From around the, uh, I guess, Southern Ohio, Kentucky, uh, all over area there. uh, Seeing a lot of great faces. John Cena's featured on there. Uh, um, uh, I think Eddie Guerrero's in there. Charlie Haas is a part of that. Uh, 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 Jamie Noble. uh, Brian Kendrick. A lot of great WWE names uh, a part of that. Um, And, of course, put together and with new commentary, uh, of course, by... um, Les Thatcher and Joe Dombrowski. Go check it out on VOD over there at IndieWrestling.us and uh all the other great titles going on there. A lot of great stuff going on. Speaking of indie wrestling, I learned that I learned I learned that uh there's there's something about washing a belt with a with ketchup. What was this? Is she muted? Is she muted? <laughs>
3: No, I'm not muted is that is that a way okay.
0: to, to to clean your belts i listen I don't have never yes. had a championship okay. belt.
3: okay, so all right first off i I want to say loud and clearly, this was not originally my idea okay. this This is not some thought. I just thought, oh, I'll just do this no this this was an idea suggested to me uh and then demonstrated by another person that it was also suggested to, so this is not technically my fault. You vetted Second, this. it is, You've in fact. A- this. <laughs> Listen, two guys at IWC made me think it was a good idea. It's not my fault. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Anywho. Um, it is, secondly, it is a scientific fact that ketchup does in fact shine up certain metals. Okay. So that's not, that's not like some random thing that somebody came up with out of their bomb. That's, there's chemicals in ketchup that it's like the acidic properties of the tomatoes and other spices that go into it that take away, uh, a lot of crap from certain metals, but it's only certain metals, mm-hmm. other metals, it can, damage it can cause it to erode a little bit and actually lose some shine. My belt is neither of those. So the ketchup <laughs> did nothing. It did absolutely nothing. It didn't make it any shinier and it didn't damage it, which okay. is a good thing.
0: Okay. At least we didn't go
1: the <laughs> other way.
3: Yeah. Nothing nothing happened to it. It just smells vaguely of tomatoes now.
1: <laughs> so it's like if your belt got sprayed by a skunk. <laughs> And you're trying to correct it. Yes.
3: Yeah. Exactly. Um, <laughs> but yeah.
0: Uh, are you, you going to tell me that every time you come by my uh, camera position with your belt, I'm going to just vaguely have a craving for pizza?
3: Eventually, the smell is going to wear off. So maybe the first time. <laughs> okay.
0: Okay. That's good. That's good.
3: It, again, I did say it vaguely smells of tomatoes. But, okay. Okay. So. <laughs> don't uh, Don't
0: leave it in a hot car anytime soon.
3: Oh no! Ooh, it's yeah, it's no. actually sitting right behind me. There it is. Ah, hey! Always
0: have your championships in webcam reach.
3: Yeah. Again, it's it's fine. It's actually the smell is actually gone, uh, which is good. Okay. But yeah, uh, I've just been. Um. Anybody that's been following the videos I've been putting out, I've just been losing my mind mm-hmm. and just trying to keep busy to. Well, some would say to very little effect, but you know, I uh, I thought screw it. I I'm gonna try that whole clean your metal item with ketchup ordeal, and clearly that didn't work out in my favor.
0: I, while while that may not have been an accomplishment, I was um, I was over the moon that you got Zeke Mercer to talk on camera.
3: <laughs> I have gotten so many compliments about that. <laughs> 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 so many people have been like, got kind of a promo, and I'm like, thanks, guys. There are
0: promoters out there that have been waiting on a promo, hypothetically, I'm sure, uh, for the past like since we all got locked down and then saw that.
3: <laughs> yeah. It was that was a fun little video to put out. Mm-hmm. But I am I am very curious as to how he got my phone number. I don't think I've actually gotten that answer yet and that also leads me to ask who else has it <laughs> <laughs> i don't
1: know who, who else has that number It's never a good question
0: to ask who has her number but unfortunately it's labeled as mayhem show hotline i don't know hey, I, I just...
3: no, no. <laughs> oh god that would be no offense but that would just be a terrible day it's like is this the mayhem is this the mayhem show hotline
0: well, considering no. we, we've been telling everybody to call when they're drunk for like the last five years, at least.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: even longer than that because I used to actually call when I was drunk. So you
0: did, you did, you did. I did
1: several times. Yes. Oh my god! It was, it was usually at four in the morning. So.
0: It's it's drunk you, big freaky Daniel Tiger and the Miz that one time. So mm-hmm. that's pretty much, that's our hotline history.
4: So, the miss? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: yeah, there was a, a, a Mad Mike happened to uh, meet him at a big Apple con. No,
1: I went to San Diego Comic-Con. Oh,
0: that was San Diego.
1: I went to San Diego Comic-Con. I waited online for about an hour and a half. And I had to time this just right. <laughs> so i I had had my phone in my hand and I was like, OK, second I get up there, I'll get the autograph and then I'll see if he'll leave a message. Mm-hmm. So I dialed. I was like, hey, um, sorry, my buddy Mike really wanted to come to this. Is there a way you could like just, you know, tell him what he's missing? And he's like, sure, no problem. He grabbed my phone. He cut a promo into the phone. And then <laughs> the picture, like the video of it was on dot com.
4: Oh my oh, god! Oh, really? I, wait,
1: did I know about this? I, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because okay. I took a screen cap from it. Nice. I took a screen cap from it when I saw it on when I saw it on raw. I'm like, that's my phone. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this using my phone. <laughs> wait, it wasn't that.
0: you. It was just your phone and him talking into it. It
1: was just my phone. I was not. I was not on the video. <laughs> oh my wow. god! I know, wow. Like, like once I once I got a job there, I found out who actually found that clip. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I told them that that was my phone. They're like, "That is awesome! <laughs> That's
0: fantastic."
3: I, I kind of had a similar, I actually had a very similar experience. I got a baseball player to talk shit to my brother. Nice. Same same deal. I was at Pirate Fest and they had a booth set up where you could go and meet a player, and you know they would somebody would dial the phone and they would call and talk to a relative. Or anybody that you wanted them to talk to, mm-hmm. and we met Jared Hughes. And uh, Jared Hughes, I'm not going to get into too much detail because I don't want to reveal too much about my non Tatiana life that may or may not exist. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what a tease! May hey, not. Are
3: you? <laughs> are you a I have a secret. I have a secret life. No.
1: Uh,
3: no. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> Uh, hashtag hashtag Jared-
0: ghost Tantiana. Hashtag, <laughs> hashtag, <laughs> ha- hashtag don't call me. Hashtag
3: pirate
0: <laughs> Hashtag so- smells like ketchup still. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so many things I'm not going to live down from this one. Um, I've mentioned Hughes so many times that he kind of knew who I was because mm-hmm. the pirates weren't. This was right before the pirates had that beautiful 2013 season. So. It was a lot easier to get recognized by a player back then when you were a fan. So, Hughes sees me. He's like, hey, it's you this again. How are you? How's this going? How's that going? Talk to him a little bit. And I'm like, hey, listen, my brother is a Nationals fan because my brother used to work for the Nationals. And he still loves them for some reason. And I I just, I think it would be really funny if you uh, gave him a buzz. And he's like, he's a Nationals fan? Okay. Okay. And uh, he and my brother talked smack to each other for a good 10 minutes. It was amazing (laughs) to watch.
0: (laughs) That's amazing. That's amazing. Uh, The the, the closest to that I've gotten is I took a picture with Dan Marino when uh, him and Bruno, and this is actually props to to Matt Carlin for for, uh, giving me the lead on it. Uh, I got a picture with him and I sent it to my wife and her family because they're all Bills fans.
3: Nice. And
0: the, the Dolphins, of course, were not nice to the Bills in the Super Bowl. Uh, so,
1: neither, <laughs> neither were the Cowboys. Neither, neither were the Cowboys,
0: think. of course. I'm sorry. <laughs> Troy Aikman doesn't hang around Pittsburgh that often. But <laughs> so, oh, man. um, Great stuff. Hey, I want to get, I want to get, keep moving. We got a lot of stuff to get to in the second half here. But in the meantime, I want to give a shout out to our friends supporting Pittsburgh podcasting with the perfect pepperoni pizza. Uh, we, we actually had a fun um, uh, delivery scheme tonight since everybody was relatively local on the awesome cast. Uh, to, since I know nobody's been in the studio for a while, hopefully that changes uh, uh, relatively soon. that we'll be allowed to do that. We're working on what, what we can do after Friday. Things are changing here in Pennsylvania, at least this part of Pennsylvania. Uh, but in the meantime, uh, these guys have been supporting us for a good long time. I'm so happy that people have been supporting them. Through these tough times uh, when you can't go in, they still deliver, they still take out. They're, they're still not coming to Seattle. I'm sorry, Tina. But we were actually working with something that might help, actually, that we connected on Twitter tonight. Here's hoping. Um, but anyways, please uh, uh, go, go give them a shout-out. Even if you're not in in the area, let them know. Man, I wish Slice was in my town. And you never know how that global expansion can go because they already have went from one to four locations since we've been chatting about them. So please go check them out, our good friends at SliceOnBroadway.com. All right, we'll be back with more with Tatiana Rose, and uh, we are going to be talking about our homework assignment from Jacob Edwin, and you'll find out what the one for next week is as well, coming up after this.
2: Sidekick Media Services. We are your sidekick in business for social media, video production, and more. Find out more at SidekickMediaServices.com.
3: This is the honor of
4: Sheik. You listen to the Mayhem Show. Iran, number one. Russia, number one. USA, ah, Trump!
0: It is the Wrestling Mayhem Show. We are back, of course, Mad Mike with us, uh, Matt Carlins, and Tatiana Rose, the Black Diamond Women's Champion. And there was a comment in the chat room over the break uh, from Bobby. It says says, Ask Tatiana if she called the ketchup belt bath the Heinz Shine. <laughs> and active face palm
1: <laughs> I was gonna say, that sounds like no, a finisher first, to me that sounds like a maybe finisher the first audible face palm I've heard yes f- <laughs>
0: Yeah, make you noise with that. everything that's what they teach you right
3: <laughs> yes, uh, and it also helps that there's a microphone next to my face.
0: So, <laughs> well,
3: Anyways, a big
0: week, big announcements. Not from us, uh, but in wrestling, uh, and including Becky Lynch uh, announcing Mama Becky uh, uh, going to be a mother. Uh, congr- congratulations there. And of course, to, to fit with that, Mad Mike has our big question for this week.
1: All right. Well, also, uh, I was going to ask this last week, but completely forgot about it. Since it was fitting that Sunday was Mother's Day and with Becky Lynch's announcement, the big question this week is, who is your favorite mother in wrestling?
3: Interesting. (gasps) These pants have pockets. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i'm sorry
1: no no it's okay it's okay we understand pants with pockets are a very big
0: deal
3: i'm sorry i literally just noticed that my hand just disappeared into my mm.
0: you understand it's I- been it's been, <laughs> eight, it's been eight weeks i you understand it's been eight weeks since you've seen human persons uh- <laughs> It's a You're human people, sort of. I mean, in person and not like through a screen that you maybe wait, still question wait, if you, they're real I people or have,
1: part of the matrix. I can have conversations with people in person that aren't Lego characters.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like, 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 you might Mickey and a Hulkbuster. <laughs>
0: Anyways, favorite moms in wrestling. Yes. Oh. <laughs> Uh, I was gonna say Don Marie, but that's by marriage. Uh, <laughs> hey,
1: it counts. It counts. Step moms are moms
0: too. Sorg, what? Step moms are moms too. I oh, just said dead moms. That got really weird. uh so, That's also true. But yeah, yeah yes. No stepmoms moms become uh, moms together. Mm. What? Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyways, let's not go deep down that rabbit hole. I guess. Uh, so uh uh Matt do you have a favorite mom in wrestling?
2: Yes, Sorg, I do. I just one one just came to mind. Uh but I will uh, I will nominate cuz it's a little bit of a tough question. I will nominate Helen Hart for uh putting up with all of the jokes from uh the king over the years yes. and being a relatively good sport about it. Um I can't speak for mm. um but perhaps Helen wished death upon him too. So uh, there you go.
1: I mean, she wouldn't be the only one to wish death upon the king. Hmm. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I, 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 I. I. Go ahead. All right. I. I have a mom. Mm-hmm. Um. One of probably my favorite mom in wrestling. Mama Benjamin. Yes. I. <gasps> I loved that gimmick mm-hmm. oh damn yeah. much yeah i wish that gimmick lasted for eight years <laughs> I lo- because it's this is a rare thing that wwe did like normally when they would bring in someone as a mom it would just be another wrestler or someone who's in the wrestling business mm-hmm. thea Vidal's is an actor she was like on tgif shows like she knows her shit so when they brought her on to be Shelton Benjamin's mother, like it was an actual actor, like that didn't, as far as I know, did not know the wrestling business,
4: mm-hmm. but
1: just played the part of an overbearing mother to Shelton Benjamin who occasionally hit on the big show. And it was amazing. It was absolutely amazing. If you if you've never experienced Mama Benjamin, just as soon as this podcast is over. Your WWE Network. Type in Mama Benchman and enjoy the rest of your evenings and activities.
0: Cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, didn't didn't that culminate with a dancing mamas at WrestleMania? I,
1: uh, no. Or was no. that my favorite dream? That was, dream? It was Clay.
4: Really? Oh
1: something God! Like, oh, I don't um, know. Mama, uh,
4: uh,
1: Mama.
0: Oh, we got another dancing gift. There we go. Mark that. Um, <laughs> wow. Wow. uh, Tatiana, do you have a favorite mom in wrestling?
3: I do uh my favorite it'd have to be Mickey James yes, Mickey James has always been one of my biggest influences in wrestling, so obviously she's a mom now. she has been for quite some time. She's my favorite mom,
1: and she survived getting thrown in front of the Hogwarts Express
3: what? <laughs>
2: And also, yeah. one of my favorite things about Mickey in this her latest run in WWE, uh, especially when she was um, being like the second for Alexa Bliss, she would always come out in these like ridiculously high heels, and then just proceed to kick ass while in the high heels. It was amazing. She was mm-hmm. a better that, wrestler in like ten inch heels than most regular people are in just like normal shoes.
3: So mm-hmm. uh, usually, as as an, Mickey James is a very short person, mm-hmm. and as very as a very short person myself, sometimes you just gotta learn how to use heels when you got them. Mm-hmm. I don't think I could do that in heels that high though. Like that's that length of heels is a total Mickey James thing. But had to get inspiration from somewhere.
1: <laughs> but yeah, Tatiana back in Impact, James Storm threw Mickey James in front of a train. That that was the thing that happened. And Mickey James just came back within like two weeks or so. Because mm-hmm. she's a badass. Yep.
3: You know, I do remember when she was announcing her pregnancy on Impact. Or, no, no, wait. She wasn't announcing her pregnancy. She'd already had the baby by that point. She was uh, just saying, hey, guys, uh, I tried to do both, but I've decided that I need to go and be a mom. And James Storm came out and was like, oh, come on, Mickey, let's have one more, man. Hey, you guys remember when James Storm was in NXT?
0: Yes. Yes. <laughs> show, Do you remember, remember. when
3: that happened and we had beer money in NXT? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. All oh. oh, the possibilities.
3: And it, and it didn't put them together? No.
1: It, and it, and he didn't back, put them together. And he went back and I said, sorry about your yeah. damn voices.
3: <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> from, <laughs> from the chat room, Tina. Sorg, who's your favorite? T-
1: t- t- t-
0: my favorite? Uh we'll, well we'll back to that. Uh Tina shares, first of all, uh the OG priest twenty sixteen Linda McMahon.
1: Oh, sorg, sorg. Let's let's read the whole comment. Okay, GD okay. Judy ba- Bagwell, just kidding. <laughs> the Brodus Mom <laughs> Squad, just kidding. Then she said the OG pre two thousand sixteen Linda McMahon.
0: She did really set us up for that, didn't she? Um mm-hmm. Eve Torres uh is a great wrestling mom, especially with her oh! self defense courses hmm Right? hmm Um I said, excuse me. Oh, vicky Guerrero from Podner.
1: Good choice.
0: Even though yes, Vicky so is good. persona non grata to WWE now. Yeah, that's right. She did something. I still haven't watched that hey. match with jade and Silent Bob
1: yet. Uh yeah, she she is the uh first winner of the um uh was it oh, the Manitoba, Manitoba Melee. Manitoba melee. I knew it wasn't yeah. Montreal. I'm like, it's another Canadian M city. Uh, so
0: so so my favorite parents right now,
1: can I say? Uh, which includes the mom. Mm, right. Okay. We're doing. Oh, and, here. Uh, Garza also says the best mom is sweet Soraya Knight. The only mom to kick her daughter's ass. Oh, and I say they, give it time
0: and flipped <laughs> off our friend Toddy from the thrifty podcast when they did Blackcraft here. That was a fun <laughs> moment.
3: <laughs> uh, yes. The show Everyone. that she'll never be named. <laughs>
0: Oh, it's been named several uh, times. Um, I think Bobby
2: also uh, mentioned uh, another mom, Men on a Mission.
0: Yes.
5: That might have been a stretch on the definition we're looking for.
0: I got a shout out. We were doing a stream. Was it? I think we were doing the Fight Underground stream on Wednesday, and somebody said that Oscar from Men on a Mission was watching in the stream. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I'm glad Oscar's still out there doing, doing
0: something. So there's, some, yeah, well, there's some footage of Oscar in, uh, on the Prime Wrestling stuff. I, I think it's on the network. Actually, no, it is because on the Superstars uh, uh, disc weave for, for Prime Cuts, uh, he he wrapped somebody to the ring at Prime Wrestling up at the Nautica stage in Cleveland, um, like, I don't know, some six years ago or so. So, yeah, he's doing something. Um, there,
1: there was a period in my life where I knew the entire WrestleMania rap. Now the only thing I can remember is that he arrived he rhymed Days and a Lundra Blaze. Yes. Only yes. part of it I can remember. That works. hmm Although honestly, call Oscar back. Have him write raps for every WrestleMania card going forward. hmm hmm Because it's better than having the announcers just tell us what's on the card. I'd okay. rather I'd rather hear a rap.
0: We may need to call him up because it may be time for a new theme song.
1: Oh. Oh wow. <laughs> Oh, well, versed in the lore, he would need to be well versed in the lore to come up with a rap for oh, us. Oh, we can give him some notes. Uh,
0: <laughs> how do you think they came up with the Ghostbusters theme song? That's true. Yep. I mean, you know, oh done. anyways, uh, so my my answer was <laughs> my answer was Beth Phoenix and Edge. Well, but you know, Beth Phoenix for the mom oh. part, but it, it was, it, it it's, it's, yeah they just seem like the most uh the, the i don't know a documentary made them seem like a very nice couple
3: <laughs> uh, From everything and, and I've seen they are a very very happy little family yeah yeah, yeah. uh I think my favorite part is just how much edge adores his little girls and mm. it's just so cute and
0: and that always came off on the podcast too so i mean when like it, it felt like like and I feel like you'll get more of the real story on a long form podcast kind of situation like that. Listen to this podcast, uh, <laughs> and uh you get an idea what's going on in my life sometimes uh but uh you know but it was confirmed by how you know what you saw in the edge documentary too
1: well yeah i love the fact that the only person edge could train with was his wife Hall, who could throw him around the ring so
3: (laughs) that was beautiful just absolutely beautiful Beth phoenix is a badass and honestly uh i cried when she got inducted into the hall of fame for two reasons one i cried because hey childhood wrestling hero finally getting the recognition she deserves and then, on a sadder note, I started crying when they shifted the focus from her to Edge. I was pissed about that. Mm. I really, and like, legitimately, I really do not like that some guy, I don't even remember who it was, I think it might have been Fink, somebody walked out in the middle of, like, towards the end of her speech, and she said, ah, oh, yes, Beth, let's definitely thank your husband, Edge! And they started playing Edge's theme, and everybody did a standing ovation for him, and it's like, no, he got inducted years ago. Yeah, yeah. Beth is getting mm-hmm. inducted right now. It's her
0: time. Like, yeah, yeah. I yeah.
3: was, I started crying. I was so upset. I was yeah. like, oh, no, I didn't. I didn't tune in to watch Edge get inducted. I tuned in because Beth Phoenix was getting inducted. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm still sore about that.
1: Yeah. yeah. I mean, at least you know that probably wasn't Edge's call. So, I mean.
3: I know, but like.
1: It's it's
0: unfortunate uh, well, anyways, of course, uh this is because we're we're talking about wait, who's Canadian? Who's Canadian? Uh uh Beth well, Beth is
1: not Hunter is saying that um they seem super nice because they're Canadian. Uh
0: Beth is Canadian <laughs> adjacent. She's a Buffalo girl, so um but does not Well oh, that's that's close enough sorry. That's close enough. That's, I mean practically. Yeah. I mean, you know. That's same great. stuff. It's closer
3: <laughs> than some wrestlers <laughs> with <a chick. laughs> <laughs> There's a couple of reasons we know that that are not as close to being Canadian as that. So,
0: Man, with a fire tonight. Uh, <laughs> tell me, tell me
3: what you're I mean, if you people, tell people you're Canadian,
2: you're like your your expected level of wrestling expertise increases by like
1: 25%. So if you just yeah,
3: have,
1: that's fair.
2: This guy must be good.
1: Next thing yeah. you're going to tell me is that Tracy Smothers wasn't a full-blood Italian. What? Oh, um,
3: <laughs> I'm... I ain't saying anything.
2: <laughs> I mean, hey, I mean, we've all had our doubts about Tracy Smothers, but you have to admit, Tommy works definitely a full-blooded Italian. I mean, there's Listen, no doubt about that,
0: right? Yeah. Listen, yeah. I haven't done a blood test or anything, but. <laughs> but, but it came out marinara, so I think. We're, <laughs> <laughs>
3: oh, uh, the marinara canoli filling. So, oh. By the way, <laughs> wow. Wow. Anyways,
0: <laughs> Becky Lynch. Big news this week, and I think the first time because I think somebody else was else's. Like, is this the first time somebody had to uh, uh, relinquish a title due to pregnancy? Mm. I, at least uh, in a major. I company. was just
2: trying to think about like when's the when have we? I'm glad Tatiana mentioned Mickey James because it's been so long since she kind of like stepped away to uh, to have uh, her have kids. Her does she have one or two? I, it doesn't she matter anyway. One. I, it's just like I was trying to think of like, okay, how when's the last time we had, you know, a woman wrestler who was this, you know, at the peak of like her career, like step away for pregnancy? Um, and Mickie James is a great uh, answer. Kamala,
3: um, uh, at the peak of her hype, had to step away. She didn't have a title, yes, but at the peak yeah. of her, at the height of her popularity, she had to step away.
1: Mm-hmm. And we've also gotten much better reactions now than the reaction. Of Karma announcing her pregnancy. Yes. Yeah. That we, whole situation
3: is just sad to look back on. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. like It, it, it would have been
1: one thing if they did it. Because honestly, what they did on Raw last night with revolving everything regarding Becky Lynch, I think was perfect. Mm-hmm. Yes. you got 95% positive reactions from everyone involved. Mm-hmm. You got Seth Rollins looking like he just found out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you had the iconic. <laughs> you had... You had the Iconics, happy but dismissive,
4: mm-hmm. and then
1: you had, like, Becky's last real opponent, the heel. Mm-hmm. And that was perfect, because she didn't, like, mock Becky or anything like that. She's just like, no one should get babies. No one should have babies. <laughs> <laughs> She's like,
3: wow, wow, you went to have a baby? Wow, I stayed here and stayed... And stayed baby-less. It, it
1: would have been really funny if Shana was like, you know what? I was a baby. It was terrible. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I, 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 I'm I, glad she didn't. I feel like that would have killed her heat. Yeah. Deadness. Because let's honestly, be honest. the
1: iconic should have said that. Oh, no. They did say that.
3: <gasps> did they, they
1: did say that. They did. They. they were both like. I was a baby. You were a baby. Nikki <laughs> acts like. And they said Nikki acts like a baby. That was the third joke. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. I forgot they did say that.
3: That's amazing. But they were like, yeah.
0: They were the right people yeah. to say that. They, they were yeah. definitely the right people to say that.
1: Considering right. how how WWE reacted last time one of their stars had to leave due to a pregnancy, this is a this is a one hundred and eighty complete well, one perfect turnaround.
3: Well, I mean, oh. There have been a couple of other pregnancies in between what happened with Karma. Mm. And I think, and here's the thing, every single pregnancy announcement, you're right, every single pregnancy announcement since what happened with Karma has been a lot more positive because of all the backlash they received about that. Like, wow, this woman just stepped out here and revealed she's starting a family, like she's crying tears of joy, and you have... (laughs) Two of your biggest stars go out and body shame her in the process. That is a terrible way to treat one of your workers. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. every every announcement since then, especially because of how tragic that situation ended up being, yeah. has been a lot better because they learned their lesson. Like, oh, uh, that's a line we shouldn't be crossing.
1: I'm mm. looking forward to eventually Becky Lynch turning heel by tossing a fake baby at Daniel Bryan <laughs> to help Seth win a title. <laughs>
3: She pulls a. Oh no, wait. Pebby Hardy did that. Do you remember?
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. So it, uh, Maurice. Yes. In mm-hmm. fact, mm-hmm. <laughs> honestly, Becky should do it to Miz. So it should her his own gimmick.
3: Miz just sits up afterwards and is just like, So that's how that feels. <laughs>
1: <laughs> wow. Miz should absolutely pull a Christian Bale from The Dark Knight Rises. So that's what that feels like. Oh my god, yes. Oh wow. Oh, uh,
0: from from the chat room, a lot going on there. Uh one, I love this one line on the West Virginia Canadian border. Uh <laughs> reference to something earlier. Uh, I wonder who that's talking about.
4: I, know. I do. I, I know. do
0: know who I have no on. idea who that's talking about. What's tell me on the back channel. uh let's see. Tina's calling out Oscar, the only true women's grand slam
1: champion? Um, we Ooh. need a different title for her, do we? Yeah, just because, give her one of the men's titles. Well, no, no, we need like a different over. Because here's Oscar's list. All right, mm-hmm. Raw Women's Champion, mm-hmm. SmackDown Women's Champion, mm-hmm. NXT Women's Champion, mm-hmm. Women's Tag Team Champion, mm-hmm. Royal Rumble winner, Money mm-hmm. in the Bank winner.
3: Mm-hmm. Yes,
1: he's the only one. To do all of them.
3: You're right.
1: Oh, well, actually, <laughs> wait. yeah, yeah, she's the only one to do all of them. She went in the Elimination
0: queen. Chamber at any point. Or <laughs> at <laughs> 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 Hell in a Cell, I don't wait, think. Had she won the chamber? No, I don't no. think so.
1: No, because they only had two women's chamber matches and they right. were for the tag straps. Mm, well, at least in this both era. The tag, the tag straps and uh, Shayna winning mm-hmm. that one match but yeah so that's the only thing oscar really needs to be like the septuple slam champion but
0: and and this and this is a time because this is like this is the only time where one could do all those things considering like one of those things has only happened twice at this point right Mm -hmm. Well, even the women's money in the bank i I keep forgetting it's only been around for what like four years Uh, yep i'm
1: not one it twice Uh-huh. They actually say Carmella's a two time money in the bank winner. Uh,
0: yeah, yep. Yep. Yep.
1: Mm-hmm. It's I, not her
2: fault they had to redo the match. So yeah. she won twice. I mean, it's yeah, legit.
1: Technically.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Oh,
0: but, anyways, uh, let's see. Bobby Bobby of J Town saying, I wanted Asuka to grab both briefcases, but I also wanted her to hold on to the case and cash in on Charlotte at Mania next year for whatever title she has. Yep. <laughs> I
1: looked the Bobby's story assuming Charlotte's going to have a title. <laughs> <laughs> because let's be um, honest. No, I'm, I
0: Bobby, if,
2: Bobby, if I were you, I'd be worried that Charlotte's showing up next Monday to take that belt from
4: Oscar. So. Yeah, yeah, seriously. In yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> so uh, we had a homework assignment from last week. First, Jacob's Lessons, uh, our friend, uh, Professor Jacob nope. Edwin. What? Nope, not, not friend. Not friend. Why not friend? <laughs> because I saw this match. Ah. So the 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 match in question was uh one Gold Dust, a returning Gold Dust apparently against Randy Orton and this is uh to get Cody Rhodes job back apparently. There was a lot of uh, uh it, it was it was an interesting setup because it was when um um Triple H was of course an authority figure, go figure. Uh, it was during the <laughs> really?
3: I never would have guessed. Yes.
0: Uh, shortly after the SummerSlam uh, where Daniel Bryan won only to be money in the Bank and uh, punted <laughs> by Orton. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. It was a great time. Was this the lead-in? Was this a, a, a just months before the ill-fated Royal Rumble incident in Pittsburgh? Um,
1: I'm not you sure. Know. No. Is,
0: is it? About...
4: Uh, let's yes, see what the I date is.
2: You're, yes, you're uh, right. Yes, that was heading towards the Royal Rumble because
0: oh, Daniel Bryan gonna...
2: eventually got his shot and prevailed yeah, at WrestleMania. Yeah, but Batista was the one who won the Rumble. So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So we're in that yeah. fun time. So let's call it
2: the Buzzkill era. Yeah,
0: it where, really like, was. It makes you really
2: want something and never give it to you. So.
0: Yes. So, so <laughs> there was a lot of fun stuff happening there, uh, but we got this this raw match with Goldust and and Randy Orton. I uh, I think we already know, man. Mike's take a little bit. We'll deep dive in there in a moment. Uh, uh, Tati, Matt, did you did you watch this? Yep. I did my homework. You yep. did your homework. I'll let Tati go first.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I okay, so the match itself is really good. And mm-hmm. the story that's being told is very, it's very compelling. Like it's really, it was good wrestling to watch gold dust, like trying so hard to be the better man for his brother for pretty much for his integrity as well. Because, you know, when you're facing off against an authority figure, that's holding this massive thing against you above your head, mm-hmm. your integrity comes into play, whether you want it to or not. So watching, it was good to watch like all the emotion that went into it. And of course, thinking, yes, he's got it, he's got it, and no he doesn't. Oh. Oh no. Mm-hmm. Then of course you got uh I personally didn't think the promo afterwards by uh by Randy Orton was all that great considering what he typically does. Mm-hmm. I thought it was one of his well, not one of his better ones, but you know, it served its purpose, you know. Talk trash on gold Goldust, make him feel worse for failing his little brother. And then, of course, say to Daniel Bryan, hey, guess what? <laughs> You're a loser, too. But the worst part, and this is the part that sticks out the most, was the promo afterwards. Yeah. With Stephanie McMahon. And, you know, with your authority figures... They are always—they're always the bastards. They always mm-hmm. take that one little step over the line. They always mm-hmm. toe the line just a little bit too hard. And even so, it's—it's it's still sucky to w- sit there and watch as this guy who's poured his entire everything he could to save his little brother fail, and then the authority figure goes, aw, are you—are you disappointed? You should be." Like it came across incredibly childish, which. Mm-hmm to a certain extent is the point you are supposed, you were always supposed to see Stephanie as like the childish one, the authority couple relationship. It just still fell flat because it took away. It would have been better if Goldust had not seen anybody or if he had been talking to an interviewer Mm -hmm. and just not said anything like Goldust, you, you came up short tonight. What do you have to say? In my opinion, that would have been a better promo than Stephanie, you know, rubbing salt in the wound and saying, "Oh, go join the unemployment line." But
0: yeah, yeah, it was. Um, uh, Matt, what, what about you? What was your take on it?
2: Were we supposed to watch all the way to the end of the video? Because I, I, when the <laughs> match ended, I, w- I was like, "Okay, we're good."
1: I don't blame any more Randy Orton. I don't blame. I, I, well, I mean, I saw
2: the match, so I mean, it's not like and and I saw Randy Orton cut his little one sentence promo on Goldust, yeah. and I I left. I, I I didn't think I had to hang around for anything else.
1: See, um, Matt, Matt, it's like a Marvel movie. There's always a post credit scene.
2: Always. <laughs> well, okay, so yeah. so we, um, we, next, we linked, next time I'll be more thorough. We I linked the anyway. YouTube
1: link, and and it had
0: nicely packaged in the promo with Goldust before the match and the promo afterwards. For some reason. And so, it, it, like the full story was there, so it was kind of nice to to get a little bit yeah. of context other than just having the match uh, for that. So um, it
2: was interesting because, like, I did not know exactly what place in time we were when we saw this match, and I'm like, "Have Cody and Goldust won the tag titles yet? Have no. they? You know, where are we in this whole thing?" And I and so I didn't know what the outcome was going to be. I was like. Did, does Cody get fired? Did Goldust win his job back? I don't understand. I don't know where we are. Um so, so so the the ending, you know, was a complete shock to me. And that probably enhanced the match for me a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um I, I, as a match, I mean it's it's perfectly, perfectly acceptable wrestling. Uh <laughs> the only thing that really elevates it are um Goldust doing the crossroads at mm-hmm. toward the very end mm-hmm. and yeah. the stakes. Yeah. The stakes make the match. I mean, this is like the you know the oldest lesson of you know pro wrestling right it doesn't matter the fight doesn't matter it's why they're fighting and what they're fighting for so that takes you know two guys who are not going to do anything flashy Mm -hmm. um and they're kind of like ground and pound you know the whole way i mean did they even like get to the second turnbuckle on anything no probably not Mm -hmm. um and they just kind of it's you know a punch kick you know you know it's randy orton so you get a chin lock here and there and uh you know it's just a match but because of the stakes Uh, And because they were fortunate to be in Canada, uh, the crowd's really hot. Toronto crowd, it's got a lot of energy. Uh, So it was, yeah, it was a fun match to watch. Um, I also wanted to point out it had one of my favorite little subtle wrestling things that always kind of make me smile whenever I see it. It's like they get on the outside and like Goldust does something to to knock Randy for a loop, and Randy kind of like turns away from Goldust and just swings at the air and then falls over. <laughs> which is fantastic stuff. So, um, um that was a good little thing.
0: I had some notes here uh again I us see what did I write down here um I miss crowds. Check. <laughs> Check. Okay. It was almost okay. surreal to watch a wrestling match with a crowd and they, with a WWE Raw era crowd again uh for me and such a hot one with them. because uh, you you look at you know you know like Mike was saying you know on paper it's like a has an ort match grown, right? Um but it's like but people are you forget how much people eat that up. People were into this match, and uh, in person, or they're drunk. Who knows? Eh, they're Canadian. That's that's the thing. Um, drunk Canadian and into the match in that order. That's right. Um, that's, that's a good recipe.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'd argue not everyone was into the match. <laughs> Enough people. Enough no, people. You know, the people that were face front on the hard cam side were dancing. i'm going by i mean they were dancing during a randy orton headlock Mm -hmm. so that's roughly about eight minutes of a match but (laughs) like because again this is this is randy like this is randy's style Mm -hmm. i get it it's supposed to be slow and plodding but god damn is it boring um, the story they're telling is very good. I appreciate the story. The false finishes were great, mm-hmm. um, but what left a sour taste in my mouth was realized was watching this right after being told on Raw that Edge versus Randy Orton could be the greatest wrestling match ever, and <laughs> I'm looking at a match with, <laughs> with him and Dustin Rhodes from almost a decade before this, and I'm like, oh, honey, no. <laughs>
0: Good response. Good response. <laughs> yeah, and
1: and in the and to echo what Tatiana said, the Stephanie thing. Stephanie is an authority figure for men. Mm-hmm. Always bothered me, not for the reasons you'd think, but because she would try to channel Vince so much. Mm-hmm. The and she does a good job at that. But the reason that Vince worked was because people would get. Come up in Son Vince. Mm-hmm. Like he'd get a stunner every second or third week. Yeah. Whereas every single time Stephanie berated someone, they just had to sit and take it. Mm-hmm. And there was never
3: any or, kind of
1: retribution for it. Yeah.
3: Or like when she'll hit a superstar and it's like, great, who's supposed to hit you back?
1: Yeah. Because
4: exactly.
3: unfortunately, the WWE is not pro intergender wrestling.
0: Yeah.
3: It's still a, you don't hit women. Don't hit get hit them in zone.
0: Except for so dad. Like great. Yeah. Except for dad. Apparently. And, and you like think
2: about like the era that they're in. Mm-hmm. This is like, yeah, I mean, like I kind of jokingly referred it to it as like the buzzkill era, but think of like the sequence of events. Mm-hmm. Daniel Bryan just got turned on and screwed out of the world title. Cody Rhodes got fired. Goldust comes back. Fails. I mean, there's going to be a sequence of Randy Orton, Daniel Bryan matches on pay-per-view that will end in one failure after another for Daniel Bryan to (laughs) the point where towards the end of the year or the crowd turns on the product and elevates Daniel Bryan. That's, That's the end game, and that's the path wwe has set itself on at this at that point in history they are turning the crowd against their company at this
1: point point. and on daniel bryan's trainer and mentor sean michaels turning on him for no fucking reason and no fucking payoff yeah i'm still yeah. waiting for that wrestlemania match which honestly they could do because we've seen sean can go Yeah. Oh oh boy! Not the problem in that match. No, no, no. There (laughs) were three other problems,
0: (laughs) (laughs) and we're not talking about the time zone change. Um, it wasn't jet lag. Uh, So with that, well, okay, that was great. So that was our first. That was our first lesson.
1: Our first Mm -hmm. homework assignment from one Jacob Edwin. Um if this next assignment is Randy Orton, I am copying someone's notes. Well we're gonna find
0: out. We're gonna find out. I don't get the I don't get a cheat sheet on this. I don't get the syllabus. Uh I find out when you guys do. Uh so let's uh take a look at what the next uh edition or the next homework assignment from Jacob Edwin is.
5: Hello Wrestling Mayhem Show. My name is Professor Jacob Edwin and I have another assignment for you. We're going to go back almost 30 years to Clash of Champions. Now, some of you might be uh, really reluctant to do this, but trust me, because you're going to see a glimpse of the future in 1993. June 17th, Clash of Champions, the WCW Tag Team Championships are on the line in a two out of three falls match with the Hollywood Blondes defending their championship against Ric Flair and Arn Anderson. I love this match because it's a great cross-section between the 1980s and the 1990s. Stone Cold Steve Austin would go on to be one of the biggest and best superstars and wrestlers in the all of wrestling history Brian Pillman would go on to have a very successful career Arn Anderson and Ric Flair uh, some thought maybe their best years were behind them but I think Ric Flair went on to prove that absolutely wrong and Arn Anderson did his best and probably would have gone on a lot more were it not for injuries uh, ending his career prematurely Uh, so you get to see this great cross section and hopefully you guys are all sharp enough and bright enough to appreciate it uh, but chances are slim thank you and i'll talk to you all next week
0: well there you go the latest so I, i'm actually yeah. excited for that
2: one okay. <laughs> I, I, want, I want professor edwin to come back and berate mad mike for not appreciating randy
4: orton
0: we might have to That's work something we might to have do. to work something out <laughs> for that we, we we don't know if he's grading us on these yet or anything like that you know now we've uh sort of given our uh dissertations if you will uh, well, he I just gave
3: that- me whiplash because he, he said the words, we're going to go back almost 30 years. And I went, oh, that's a while. They said 1993. I was born in
4: 1996. <laughs> oh, <laughs> goddammit. Oh, so so oh,
3: my god.
4: Oh, god. All, right, all right. Tatiana is ready for <laughs> yes. some fetus time wrestling.
0: <laughs> I'm so I'm like,
4: oh.
0: <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> Well, there you go. That is our homework assignment well, for this next week. It, yeah. What's that?
2: Oh my God. This is fun. I love this segment. <laughs> and, uh, th- this is this is great. It's another match. I don't know the outcome, so this is this is cool. I'm I'm enjoying this. It's
0: a dark I'm, it's it's a dark zone for me because again, you know that whole early night like pre 1996 WCW is still like I don't know it. I really don't know it. I I didn't have the superstation. I mean, yeah, I didn't have the cable. Didn't have the superstation. Like, it's it's not it's not part of me. So, like, this is new, and it's something to really focus on. Um, I
3: mean, if it makes you guys feel better, neither did I.
0: (laughs) That's
3: you with, but that's also
0: you with life. Okay, like like we need to have a sit down about Nirvana, okay, or something, because I think it's our same era. Well, I right.
3: know what Nirvana is. <laughs>
0: oh my I God. was a
3: hipster for about five yeah. minutes.
1: <laughs> they, or they did Ravens music, right? <laughs> wow.
3: Um,
4: oh, oh, uh, come right. on, give me
3: give me a little bit more credit. I was a I, hipster I'm for just, like five minutes.
4: i
1: yeah,
0: but you thought it's a I was a hipster.
1: Oh. <laughs> It was a 90s flannel wearer. Uh, <laughs> sorry, it's okay. We're all just the oldest people. Ta- the Tatiana, we were all yeah. wearing
2: flannel and there was nothing ironic about it. No, it was no. serious stuff back then.
0: We no, we didn't have uh, we didn't have to be pretend hipster Canadians with the tag uh, championships. Um,
1: I I I wasn't wearing flannel because I was in Catholic school, so I wasn't allowed to wear <laughs> anything. You have I'm an worried.
3: excuse. You have an excuse. Uh, I, I have an excuse. Listen, guys, listen. I wasn't listen. allowed
1: to wear anything.
3: Listen, I, I totally I totally understand where you guys are coming from about seriously wearing flannel. I am a technical theater theater person, and flannel is is the religion there. So mm-hmm. I have but, my share of.
1: By the way, Tatiana, if if you want to do a deep dive onto wrestling outfits, um, just look back the takeover attire of Johnny Gargano, because mm. you know exactly what's going to happen in all of his matches just by looking at who he's cosplaying as.
3: Yeah, <laughs> I know. Isn't <laughs> it's, it's it beautiful? Great. It's, great. it's so and, cool. I it, love it the us, costume theory.
1: It took us so long to realize it too. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: Well, I remember. um, Some well, fun fact. Going off of that real fast, uh, Finn Balor. You, I knew when his last NXT thing was going to be because somebody mentioned that his last uh, New Japan show that he did the demon at. He did nothing but black and white paint. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And when he showed up in black and white paint in the end, his last NXT appearance, everybody went (laughs) ah.
1: It's, like He's getting out. it's the credits of a movie because black can wait
3: yeah and then he accidentally made a sequel and
1: <laughs> <laughs> well you know sometimes when you get dragged out they drag you back in
3: it's Whoa. luckily it's one of those things where the sequel is better than the original
1: yeah mm-hmm.
4: yeah
3: just
1: wait till walter For can now. travel <laughs> uh, wait until Walter can travel Oh, I want to see that Finn Balor Walter match so bad mm-hmm. I can't mm-hmm.
0: Guys, it is that time of the show where we find out what you learned in wrestling this week other than our homework assignment, I suppose i can be a part of it What did you guys learn?
2: Oh, well, I learned that uh, Titan Towers has a secondary roof
1: <laughs> Yep Yes
2: uh, And apparently it's uh, well padded, so
1: it's only, it's only six feet apart.
2: Right. I mean, hey, a, a fall from six feet high, what's the worst that could happen? You
3: mm-hmm. know? Yeah. I um, learned that it's not the best idea to talk about your ancestry if it doesn't have a wrestler in it. Uh-huh. Grace O'Malley was awesome, but uh, I'm going to try to stay away from those waters.
4: <laughs> she did it. She said it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man!
1: Oh boy! I see what you did there. Oh my god! Mad <laughs> Mike, damn it! Uh, I'm, muting hey, him. Hey. I'm muting him. <laughs> or, or, <laughs> we have to have one last thing for the hook, you know. Anyway, uh, um, we
3: should probably paddle out of this conversation. Mad Mike, what you learn?
1: <laughs> Jeez. Oh, all right. Sorry, don't make me walk the plank here. Let me just tell you what I learned. Son of a bitch! <laughs> I made him move the camera. <laughs> just see yeah, that now? Right hit it. the table so hard it moved his camera. <laughs> I'm, the, the, I'm you guys don't myself. see that, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm pleased with myself. Um, I learned the thing I missed most about the iconics. The thing I missed the most about the iconics. Was not their promos. Was not their wrestling. Was not their facial expressions. It was their WWE exclusive videos after their matches.
3: Oh. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> and they have another now that they're back. And it's it, it's just a treasure. Because they're just so delightfully weird. Mm-hmm. And I love them. <laughs> like, they're just very Australian and hearing the the New Day podcast makes me get it even more. And I love it.
3: Yes. Yes. I can't wait for how salty their promos are gonna get.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh god. Mm-hmm. I, I I like legit to this day being in the arena when they won the tag titles was one of my favorite moments. I I legit cried.
3: You know, I wasn't allowed to be happy about them winning the titles because I was in a room with uh, three people that did not like the Iconics. Mm-hmm. There were four There were four of us, and everybody chose a team. And I okay. said, you know what? Uh, it's not just because they're the last ones, but I love the Iconics. I choose them to win. And everybody was like, ha, that's not going to happen. And then they won. Mm-hmm. And everybody looked at me, and I was like... And they went, shut up. And I went,
1: and and then you just said you gotta be joking me.
3: Well, there was also there was also a very uh, anxious dog in the room, and <laughs>
1: oh. we were
3: none of us were allowed to get loud because we would spook the dog.
1: That's fair. well I Maybe just the realized.
2: Mad <laughs> Mike witnessed the Iconics winning the tag title. Sorg, I personally witnessed them losing the
0: tag titles were you what? there what uh with the, the yes i was they lost those titles in pittsburgh mosh pit we witnessed billy Kane
2: freaking out on the uh ringside area it was after they lost and they spent the entire commercial break just throwing a fit on the floor mm-hmm. it was great. i mean that's amazing so you do.
0: so
1: happy they ended
0: up using the, the that remixes to
1: that are still some of the best things oh ever. yeah mm-hmm. oh yeah
0: I mean, it's it's. I mean, the iconics. if Nothing else happens with the iconics, uh, for whatever reason. Uh, it, it, they have they have made their mark as the most delightful mm-hmm. thing on no, wrestling. No,
1: the best thing is in like a year and a half when they turn face, they are going to be the hottest thing in the company.
0: <sighs> yeah, because it's happening eventually. It's the new day arc, right? Yeah,
1: exactly. Mm-hmm. It, that, <clears throat> sword. That's exactly what it is. Mm-hmm, it's the new. Mm-hmm. It's the new Day arc. It's the Edge and Christian arc. It's exactly what it is. It's gonna happen at some point, and I am here for it.
0: Yes, same here. Um, the other thing we talked about this a little bit last night on the wrap up as well. Uh, but I, uh, I learned, uh, I, I love a good arc coming together. I uh, when when whoever was pointed out on this show. About the uh, everybody that fights Barry Wyatt and what happens to them afterwards, I feel like that was a, a Matt a, a point out. Maybe somebody else that was on the show. Uh, and you watch what happens to them. You know, Daniel Bryan. You know, people go you know off, and Seth was one of those. But watching the thread of Seth, you know, maybe hasn't been the greatest uh, along that journey. But like looking at everything last night, you know, watching the rise, the turn to Messiah, right uh to the match that we got last week to the distraught plus you're a father you know sure. handshake <laughs> that's from that's
1: Drew. I realized he could create life. <laughs> 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 oh.
0: You know
3: what he should take that and run with it. It's mm-hmm. like he should it's proven everybody I bring life to wrestling.
0: Yes. Yeah. Everybody
1: goes I have created new life in this world. I am your God. At some point,
0: <laughs> wow. At some uh, point, there's gonna be a. This set-
3: Miz walks up from behind and says, "Yeah, you're not that special." Yeah, yeah, you need like a
2: real dad to go up to him and be like, "Dude, it may seem like you're the man right now, but you are not the man."
1: No, <laughs>
3: yeah. not you're not the man, man until
1: you can. He's not the man in his own relationship. Hello. Yeah. <laughs>
2: wow. Well- <laughs> I mean, I mean, for me, this whole Seth arc it doesn't end until he is like reimagining the Alberto Del Rio entrance. Except instead of a very expensive car, he is rolling in in a minivan <laughs> with like screaming kid in the back seat. That yeah. needs to happen. I, I feel like Wrestling Miz in. was. I feel
1: like oh Miz God. was almost there. Wait, the way, I, was there. Guys, guys, and and obviously we don't know this yet. If Becky ends up having twins, they have to be named <sighs> Dean and Roman, right? <laughs> <laughs> like Regar- like that's regardless just, of no, the gender, that's where no, we're no, just,
3: because that poor, they can't be, because there's no guarantee that Seth won't repeat history on his own ch- children. That's
1: my point. I don't know what the name. <laughs> that's my be, point. That's my exact
2: point. But if he has <laughs> twins, the initials have to be J and J. That is what needs
1: to oh. happen. So, oh. <laughs> Matt, Matt, Matt. <laughs> Matt, 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 I got it. I'm here. No. Matt, I'm with you. J&J, their names, John and Joe. Oh! <gasps> we did it, everyone! <laughs> we did it! We did that together. <laughs>
2: <laughs> DM it to Becky because Seth is not allowed near social media anymore. No, no, he so. isn't.
1: No, he <laughs> isn't. who <No, he laughs> <isn't. No, he laughs> makes <laughs> all the decisions.
3: Wait we a all minute. did what? this together, everyone. Did, wait a minute. Did Seth Rollins pull a Noir? to go to be not allowed to your social media is that what happened like
0: um, <laughs> maybe that's just wishful thinking on my part but yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah. I mean did he get that bad is he I, I, that I for,
0: bad? wait what was his ban was it when he was he was poking at like indie wrestlers or something or or um, did he show his dick he, again uh, he, he
2: uh, you know, I I don't want to talk. I, I'm sure he means well. And you know what? He's, he's having a kid. Please
0: don't be too hard on him. Yeah, That's even I am
2: starting to feel sorry for Seth.
0: So. <laughs> From the chat room, um, <laughs> I, I think Tina learned that AJ needs a spotter.
1: <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, you probably didn't see that on the post, right? AJ also channeled Kylo Ren by going Ray! Yeah. Ray! Oh,
0: yeah. Uh, Baron will have seven years of bad luck. Yeah, there was that. Also, I love that because to me, that was kind of reenacting a uh, No Holds Barred moment there. It's uh, <laughs> the movie. Uh, also, also, I still believe that Vince was writing the script for No Holds Barred 2 on that piece of paper in The Office. Okay. Nobody? Nobody uh, with me
1: on that? Sorry, sure, sorry. Who stars?
0: Who stars in No Holds Barred 2? Yep. Two-
1: no no, 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 no. Cena's uh, too big now. He's done a transformer movie. Thank you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you don't know what happens behind the scenes. I, I, ooh, very intimate with Bumblebee. Um, Bobby learned that Oscar is the goat. Charlotte is on every P- WWE show. There was a, something in here earlier about even two hundred five live. Uh <laughs> That really happened. She, she, oh yeah, she even went back in time and appeared on Shotgun Saturday Night. Rey Mysterio isn't supposed to get stars in his eyes. And hey, Kayla, the Iconics are back. Yeah. (laughs) Connor, learn if you are people who don't like the Iconics, you need to leave. That's true. (laughs) Doors that way
3: or that way. That's entirely
0: factual. Uh, Do do, do, and uh, oh, Tina says he was finishing the booking for that very match.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what I. I I'm sure he <laughs> was just like, "Oh shit, we're almost done." Uh, who's the fat one? Uh, I, <laughs> I feel
0: like I feel like there's some joke about like the Booker pencil situation there too. So since it was like a pad of paper, so I don't. know. Apparently, the chairs being pushed in was was an inside gag because apparently that is expected, and an, a known mm-hmm. expected thing with Vince when you're in his office is to push the chairs yeah. back into their place. I know.
1: It'll be on the next Dark Order segment. (laughs) Oh,
3: my God. Inevitably.
0: Tatiana Rose, thank you so much for joining us again.
3: Thank you for having me. It was a pleasure.
0: Where can people find out more about Tatiana?
3: I have an Instagram at the Tatiana Rose. I have a Twitter, Tatiana underscore 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 Rose. And I'm on Facebook. I have a regular page as well as a page you can go and like. Both under Tatiana Rose. Go and find me on all those things.
0: Catch up with uh, the pro- their her quarantine promos and watch the slow descent into madness.
3: <laughs> it only took a pause for tonight, <laughs>
1: <laughs> or did it? <laughs> okay, say, wait. This isn't the
3: madness. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Mad Mike four eight eight three on the Twitter um yeah you can find me there I, i'm on twitter uh also go, go to tubi.tv look for lucha underground and get some goddamn dario cueto in your life and matt Carlins.
0: thank you very much
2: sorg don't forget to check out the listen to your parents podcast and uh we'll see maybe someday becky and seth will be on
0: who knows one day one day <laughs> <laughs> working on that work on that make the call make the call Anyways,
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey, Kayla, make the towel.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thank you everybody. Thank you everybody in the chat room all night long hanging out with us uh across the watch parties the the chat rooms, the uh periscopes, the twitches, the twitters the YouTubes, uh, thank you so much. We will be, see you again. Uh, we have a lot of streaming. You Jag Office streaming at 7:30 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, musician and comedy to be announced. I haven't seen that yet. I think it was it was supposed to be a big surprise. I was told last week. You don't tell me these things. I just have to show up and make sure everybody sounds okay. Uh, Mystery partner. <laughs> Mystery <laughs> partner. <I guess>. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, we should have had you doing that this whole time. It was like it's like week eight and we haven't done that yet. Um Fight Underground, the uh Fight Council, honorable Fight Council meeting will be uh tomorrow night uh at 10 p.m. on the Fight Underground page. Uh that got very controversial last week, so we'll see what happens this week. Uh so uh <laughs> Tatiana. Tatiana has some thoughts on that.
2: What's the worst that could happen, Sorg? <laughs>
0: Uh, that's that's for another show and or promo probably, so <laughs> that's the most awkward chat room moment I ever had uh, and also we will probably be back um I'm looking at seven thirty probably Thursday with the quarantine hangout who's going to be on who knows who's going to show up I, I i i well I'll book it tomorrow um and of course, listen to your parents as mentioned, and we are gonna have an r w a uh results for brackets c and d for the r w a sixty four person tournament uh interactive tournament over there and saturday night will be the prospect pro wrestling watch along uh to replace the originally scheduled live show that was supposed to happen pre-quarantine uh so lots of stuff happening tune in every night of the week for as long as we can do it uh we'll see you guys next time mayhem out